RCRTV, I'm Sean Kinney, and welcome to HetNet Happenings, where we take a look at all things DAS, small cell, Wi-Fi, and much, much more. Comscope. Thinking beyond today's technology to help you make the best decision for your network and your business. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. Welcome back to HetNet Happenings. As always, brought to you by our friends up at Comscope. And I uh, would be remiss if I didn't point out that this is our 20th episode. So a, uh, a big milestone here for the folks at RCR and uh, certainly something that we're going to keep trying to bring to you every week. For today's show, we're going to be joined by Joe Marzen, who is the technical director for ComSearch, which is a subsidiary of ComScope that focuses on network planning and spectrum management software solutions. We've got Joe joining us remotely today, so he's going to be coming in over a video feed. And so, Joe, I appreciate you joining us. And uh, by way of an introduction, could you just give us an overview of ComSearch and sort of explain your role as the technical director? ComSearch is kind of a unique uh, portion of our business unit within ComScope. Um, we kind of operate somewhat as an independent company because of the many customers we have and, and the way we relate to those to doing it engineering services. But our main uh, thing that we do is wireless engineering services and software to support uh, network build-outs and uh, operating communication systems out there. Um, our, my primary focus is on the backhaul solutions and the wireless, uh, wireless backhaul solutions that we offer in terms of uh, doing you know, designs for customers, uh, providing planning software for customers, and other development within uh, ComSearch to add new features and new, new technical uh, functions, functionality to that. So before we talk about the particulars of this uh, new upgraded product, Joe, can you give us an idea uh, from a, a network operator's perspective of why uh, strong planning tools are important? I think it, it hits a number of items there uh, with the planning software. So initially, I think you're looking for efficiencies in terms of using your uh, engineering resources to be able to quickly plan out uh, a new system, whether it's a new market or whether it's enhancements to an existing market. Um, everybody's talking about densification these days and trying to get small cells in a more dense network. What that really means is you've got many, many sites going in a very small area, let's say. So the, the better you can get at making uh, go, no-go decisions on, on sites that you're trying to uh, evaluate, um, the, the faster it will get implemented and the more efficient that network is going to be. Um, so the, the CapEx side, you're, you're saving potentially on not deploying as many sites as you may want to if you were trying to over-design something. Uh, the planning software will help with that. And I think on the OPEX side as well, operationally going forward, um, you may not have to lease as many sites or you may be able to deploy certain sizes. All right, Joe, so now let's talk specifically about the upgrade to the IQ-Link XG. This is a uh, microwave backhaul planning tool, and I think it's uh, geared a lot towards a small cell deployment. So if you could just uh, give us a description of the product, please. The IQ-Link XG product has been around for many years. It was beginning development back in the late 90s um, to do point-to-point -point microwave interconnects for large uh, cellular operators. Now, it's been evolving over the years and adding a lot of new features. 
And obviously, as you know, networks get more dense and the, the links get shorter and shorter, there's other things that come into play that you need to do to, to efficiently plan out those systems. So the real powerful part of the software is that it can analyze thousands of sites. It has a fully relational Oracle database. allows you to keep track of, of the sites, a lot of site detail. Um, so you know specifically you know, what antennas on that location, what radios on that location, what frequency is it operating on. All these parameters are stored in this database and multiple users can access it to be able to see that. So it's very useful in, in that process. So just to give you a general idea on the, uh, the process is you're, you're trying to import a bunch of site candidates and you're trying to then evaluate them to see you know, which ones would be useful for a wireless backhaul versus maybe it has to be some other type of backhaul, uh, whether it's fibers, other kind of lease line connection. Um, but to be able to get them in there quickly and be able to evaluate them for line of sight um, and in some cases non-line of sight could still possibly work at certain frequency bands, certain applications. And to be able to then get your candidate list down to a very smaller subset that's easy to plan, easy to procure equipment, uh, order antennas, order radios, that type of thing. So that's what the, the software is intended to do. Take a lot of that burden off of the, the engineering team um, and it help them to, to manage that process in a much more efficient way. All right, Joan, I know there are a few upgrades to this uh, latest version of the IQ Link XG. Uh, among them is a graphic interface, but just tell us what's new with this model. Now in the tool that uh, does what we call a radio state interface, a radio state analysis. And what that basically does is it helps the, the engineers that are designing these links with some of the new technology radios, which take into account using uh, automatic transmitter power control, which is very important to you know, balance the links and also for um, adaptive modulation. So you can basically adjust your throughput based on the conditions of whether it's fading or raining or something along a particular path. So these, these great new features that are in the radios are sometimes difficult to for the designers to um, design properly because they have so many different variables switching state, you know, throughputs are changing as, as a, the channel gets impaired. So the tool does a really good job of allowing the engineer to see all of the states and really understand what happens when it's you're designing for a certain group so that you can achieve that and, and know what that reliability is going to be on those links. Joe, I mentioned uh, how this product's tailored for uh, small cell deployments. You know, I was just reading the news this morning that Sprint is looking at rolling out a network of 800 small cells in the Miami-Dade County area. And so when you're talking about uh, a rollout that needs to be scalable and repeatable like that, Tell us how the, the new uh, planning software supports a small cell rollout in terms of, of scalability. A lot of the, the features of the tool really lend itself to be able to, to do these large scale deployments because you have um, the capability with the Oracle Relational Database to import export data very easily. Um, it's tracked very well. You can um, you know, analyze hundreds and thousands of sites at the same time. So it's we have this feature called a it's called a rapid line of sight analysis. And what that basically means is I can import a bunch of locations and the tool will very quickly look at each location to other locations within a certain radius. You, know, you have a certain distance that you typically can connect via wireless. And then it will quickly tell you, okay, these, these five are line of sight, these five are not, these, these five are close. And then you can do further analysis on those to see if they could potentially be candidates as well. 
And you know, one of the biggest challenges to small cell rollates is a lack of, of fiber access. So that's where microwave comes heavily into play because obviously if you don't have fiber to where you want to put a small cell, running fiber there would just blow the budget. So that's sort of where microwave becomes really important, right? I think it's, it's a good, uh, you're not gonna get fiber everywhere, like you said, and it's a good additional uh, resource to bring in. You can still get decent capacity, especially for a small cell. And because the, the cells are so much closer together, you have a wide variety of frequency bands you can use for these short ranges. And, you know, we've talked for years about how small cell actual field deployments have really dramatically failed to keep pace with the projections for small cell deployments. Joe, from your perspective, are operators at this point equipped with all of the planning tools that they need to pursue large-scale small cell deployment? There's obviously, from the engineering side of things, being able to, to make these go-no-go -no -go decisions on locations, to be able to do reliability calculations, all those type of typical things, they're pretty much there. It's, it's a lot of the physical stuff that's going to be challenging, I think, in terms of site acquisition, um, in terms of uh, leasing costs, and, and trying to determine what the best ones are for all of that. Um, it's, it's kind of why, you know, we're part of ComScope, they have a these concealment solutions too for small cells that help you uh, make a nice small cell very visible and easier to lease and, and that type of thing. So those are the, I think some of the biggest challenges uh, for, for doing large scale deployments. And so as we wrap up here, Joe, tell us what's next for ComSearch. What's uh, sort of in the R and D phase and uh, what sort of industry trends do you guys keep track of? Within our, our current tool, these, these recent features we added related to the non-line-of-sight module and further enhancements of that is really going to be key for, for small cell type applications. As you're talking about now, your, your sites are much lower, so you have a lot of buildings and trees and clutter type things that could impair your line-of-sight. Um, and our, our chief scientist, Dr. Trico, has worked on these algorithms to basically model this now rather than having to just try to put it up and measure things all the time, a lot more field intensive. So we can pretty accurately predict, and this has been validated with a major radio vendor as well, to show that our, our model predictions are very close to, to what they measured on some, some trial uh, links. And we're going to be doing further validation of that, that model. Like I said, it can treat buildings, it can treat uh, trees, um, and, and predict those type of propagation uh, characteristics. Um, but we're also involved in, in some other areas, too. Um, we're very much into the, the spectrum sharing between different types of users. So we've done a lot of work um, for developing solutions for that. We did it with the AWS and microwave sharing solutions. Um, we're also looking and doing stuff with the 3.5 gig band, where you've got the federal government sharing with priority access and general access users all in the same frequency range, right? This spectrum access system. So we're involved with some of that, development for that. And we have been involved in the TV white space area too, where you have this database that kind of manages um, how channels get assigned based upon where physically the user is. Um, so I think just leveraging CompSearch's um, you know, database uh, propagation interference analysis expertise into some of these new areas is, is kind of a focus where we're, we're heading. All right, Joe. Well, I really appreciate you joining us here on HetNet Happenings. And of course, a big thank you to you and to our sponsor, Comscope. 
To the folks at home, I'd like to encourage you to check out the latest in daily telecom, ICT, and IT news at rcrwireless.com. Very conveniently, you can get all of the news of the day delivered right to your inbox if you subscribe to our daily email newsletter. For multimedia content and back episodes of HetNet Happenings and other RCR TV productions, I'd encourage you to check out our YouTube page as well as the RCR TV subsection of our main webpage. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. HetNet Happenings is a production of RCR TV. To reach Sean Kinney or to suggest a show topic for HetNet Happenings, you can reach Sean at skinney at rcrwireless.com. On Twitter at Sean Kinney RCR. To find out more about the latest in HetNet and all things wireless, dig into rcrwireless.com.